food crisis is coming. It's not if it's coming, it's coming. Welcome to Season Snapshot, where we aim to educate investors about land investment with a more analytically driven and focused approach. Here at Season Snapshot, we dig into the details. Every Thursday, we drop a new episode of Season Snapshot with a different focus on current land investment issues and trends. Today's focus is the 2050 conundrum. I'm Joey Bland, and from Circle O Productions, this is Season Snapshot. Why all the growing interest in farmland? Why has Bill Gates purchased almost 270,000 acres of land across the U.S.? Why is an investment group for professional athletes like Joe Burrow and Blake Griffin invested in farmland? I would say a major driving factor that answers these questions is the 2050 conundrum. Let's dig into it. I got into the ag space about 10 or 12 years ago. At the time, investors in farmland were primarily in three groups. Farmers, farm families, meaning families that had generationally owned farmland but maybe weren't farming any longer, and pension funds. Yes, pension funds. Companies like Prudential, TIA, Kraft, included farmland in their portfolios due to the solid and steady returns that farmlands generated over time. Many people are surprised when I tell them this, not realizing the institutional side of land ownership. Now, my former broker partner, who actually got me into the business, had the foresight to suggest when we were first starting out that our business model as land brokers should center on institutional investors that seemed poised to join the space. That's what we did. We focused on large acre farms that were institutional grade properties. We had great timing because we hit it just right as private equity and real estate trust dollars got in on farmland investment, which began to grow at a dizzying pace. Suddenly, Showing potential buyers a farm meant a couple of vehicles full of a team of private equity investors showed up to look at each property. In the Mississippi River Delta, we saw quite an influx of these groups due to our lower cost of farmland per acre, especially when compared to the Midwest and versatility of crops and soils, being able to grow almost anything, and in most areas, an abundance of water. At the same time, agricultural technology was taking huge steps in numerous exciting directions. In this region alone, startups were working on technology to control field irrigation, and no soil moisture levels across an entire field, all communicated to your iPhone. 
technology also that use drones to fly over a cotton field and distinguish between a cotton plant and a weed and then zap the weed. For livestock, a collar that monitors livestock vitals and stress levels, sending that data back to your phone. And swarm technology for smaller autonomous tractors for spraying weeds and fertilizer. The point, 10 to 15 years ago, focus and interest in farmland and agricultural technology started scaling at an amazing rate. But what was the driving factor that got all of these forces aligned behind agriculture? It was the 2050 conundrum. The 2050 conundrum focuses on the fact that the world's population growth is expected to reach over 9 billion people by 2050. But as, a po- as the population grows, arable land or farmland continues to decrease each year. Therefore, creating a situation in the next 25 to 30 years where we won't be able to feed all the people on the planet. According to the World Food and Agriculture Organization, we will need to produce about 60% more food to feed the world population and fill this food gap. Now, if you're typically skeptical like me, it's probably a good reminder to think back to March of 2020 when we began to see store shelves empty of a lot of products. Stress on production, but also supply chains, made filling store shelves a major challenge. As humans, a significant struggle we all seem to share is clear memory and learning from the past. I'm going to ascend my soapbox here for a brief moment. If we take anything away from the COVID pandemic, we must work to shorten our supply lines and be deliberate to become more locally focused on production. Food, for example, is very vulnerable to disruption. Think about it. Heat, drought, too much rain, winds, pests. There are tons of things that can affect food production, and those are just the natural threats for food production. But the shorter the supply chain, the less chance of disruption and the greater opportunity for self-reliance. All right, I'm going to dismount that box now. But with traditional agriculture, we, all, we are all seeing numerous effects to increase uh, in seed technology, improve plant productivity, decrease growing times, and increase yields. All of these to help address this coming food gap. New and exciting endeavors are being made with indoor agriculture to help the food production gap. I've been particularly interested in the greenhouse and indoor growing space as an opportunity to move food closer to people. These controlled environment agricultural efforts, they'll never displace traditional agriculture, but if developed and implemented correctly, these efforts can be an important addition to the food production need. Agriculture is working hard to meet this food demand and improve all aspects of food production. Farmland has everything to do with food security. Now, when it comes to the loss of land, 
the USDA indicated that in 2021, the U.S. lost about 1.3 million acres of farmland. Farmland acreage has decreased by over 14 million acres since 2014. Now, the largest cause of this reduction of farmland acres is attributed to new development. The expansion of cities is gobbling up acres of farmland and causing it to decline. Zooming back out to the macro view, the fact that our planet's population growth will increase by almost 2 billion people in the next 25 to 30 years, while farmable land continues to decrease annually, creates an obvious picture of why investors like Gates and professional athletes are making significant investments in farmland. The supply is dropping, so the demand is growing. Whether you have ever owned farmland before or not, this is an investment worth considering. Timing is always critical with any investment, and the timing for farmland is now. I'd love to discuss this topic with you in more detail, and specifically your investment needs and goals. You can reach out with, our, with your questions by email, emailing us at seasons100owners at gmail.com. That's seasons100owners at gmail.com. Join us next week when we discuss land and conservation. I'm Joey Bland, and from Circle O Productions, this has been Season Snapshot.